Welcome to another episode of Topical with Michael Schaefer. My guest this week is a very funny comedian, Sonia Diorio. We discussed what the decision in the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp case means for the Me Too movement. We also worked out a new way for schools to catch pedophiles. And we discussed whether Catholic schools in particular should be allowed to discriminate against LGBT students. This is Topical with Michael Schaefer. Sonia, thank you so much for joining me on Thanks episode five. Thanks for having me. Mate, it's good to have you here. Uh, and I, before we get stuck into things, just want to say congratulations on uh, your countryman being voted in as the Prime Minister the other oh, week. Oh, <laughs> no problem. I mean, he's... Barely Italian. <laughs> Are you questioning you. his bona fides as an Italian man now? No, no, no. I think he's got like an Italian dad or something. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. That's really funny because if there was like a guy who identified as Jewish becoming prime minister, if he had yeah. like one great, great grandparent yeah, yeah, who was yeah, Jewish, yeah. I'd be like, we got a fucking, Fuck yeah. we got a Jew. Yeah. <laughs> I'm next. He's <laughs> <laughs> really breaking down the glass ceiling for us. Yeah. Uh, Sonia, huge week in news. And this is broke this morning. So yeah. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's trial has been decided by the jury. And you don't know what happened no, yet, do you? No, I haven't. You just turned up and I asked you before the podcast, do you know what the outcome was? And you yeah. said, you don't know. So I'm going to tell you and we're going to yes. capture your reaction live yes. for the podcast. Okay. So just be aware that this is going to be really telling of your personality, how you <laughs> okay. react. got my poke face on. So do you want to have a guess at who someone won the trial? Do you know who was found I'm to be? I'm going to guess it was Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, you'd be correct. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> is there a reason why you thought it would be Johnny Depp? Um, I, like, the only thing I've seen about the trial is on Instagram. Yes. Um, yeah. And all so the Instagram content would be pretty slanted towards Johnny 100%. Depp. 100%. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think that's just because you're maybe in a Johnny Depp algorithm or do you think that's just what Instagram is promoting these days? Yeah, I, do, I don't think I've... I haven't seen anything in favour of Amber Heard on Instagram, but um, maybe that is my algorithm. I don't know. Have I, you? Oh, I ask because I've only seen pro Johnny Depp stuff yeah. as well. So, And I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok as well. And well, big shot. Yeah. But on TikTok, how do you keep up? How do I keep up? I <laughs> Two mean, apps. <laughs> you'd be. I've got a MyGov app as well. It's Whoa, crazy. Are you got Snapchat? No, I don't have Snapchat. Oh, I actually don't even know what Snapchat is. Do you know what Snapchat is? I had Snapchat. I sound like such a boomer. I. What is? Can I ask what is Snapchat? What do you mean? <laughs> this is a question for like twenty years ago. Snapchat is you basically send messages to people. Yeah. Or a video photo and it lasts for like a few seconds and then it's gone oh that's right and if they screenshot it then they get a notification that you screenshot it is that right yeah, yeah. okay it was kind of designed for like dick pics and the sex thing right yeah <laughs> <laughs> i will play the fifth on this one on the grounds that i might incriminate myself <laughs> we'll get to that later in the podcast yeah I, i'm not on it anymore <laughs> <laughs> look sonia tell me about your reaction to this case do you think that? Do you think the coverage of this case was 
fair, balanced, reasonable. Well, listen, I've literally only seen <laughs> Instagram coverage. But that's what I mean. I but haven't that is, been watching any. But like, that is the coverage that matters because yeah, right. no one's. That's oh, what's reaching the public. Yeah, most people are yeah. not tuning into the news at six o'clock to hear about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial yeah. because they're not covering it every day no. on the news. If you want to like be getting daily updates on what's going on, you're on TikTok and Instagram. Maybe Snapchat. I don't know what's happening over there. But that's where you're getting all your information from. On, on TikTok, this is fascinating to me. Mm. The hashtag justice for Johnny Depp. So obviously yeah. the pro Johnny Depp hashtag. This is, I think, the most TikToked story slash trial yeah. in history. And yeah. I guess what I find interesting is how it's almost like the jury system has now just been replaced with trial by TikTok and, right. and trial by social media. Like it's almost like the jury system is just now almost an extension of But do you media. think the jury had, like, the, it influenced the jury? 100%. Work? That's what I think. Because okay. if you're a jury, there's seven people on that jury. Yeah. You're working on this trial for six weeks. So... They're watching TikTok. 100% they would be, right. though. I mean, how could you not... So the judge would obviously instruct them to stay away from... Yep. social media yep. and don't read about the case. I'm sure that would be in the instructions. And sometimes, you know, judges will even sequester juries like in a hotel for yeah, yeah. an extended period of time because they don't want I've the jury to be prejudiced. We've all seen that episode <laughs> yeah. of The Simpsons, Homer goes on jury duty. Yeah. So that is something they can do. Mm. They didn't do it in this case. And why would you even try? Because Yeah, it's so... It's Huge. so just it's pervasive massive. in the culture. So, yeah. I mean, I like seeing the jury but get things like, right. But, they're, like, they're still in the courtroom. Yes. Like, I think we can see short clips or whatever, but we don't know what's actually happening in there. You can theoretically know everything because the whole thing has been live streamed. So, oh. technically, you could watch yeah, all you could watch whole... of the trial if okay. you wanted to. Okay. Kind of, You could just binge it like a Netflix I... series. Withdraw my <laughs> evidence from. I'd like to object to that <laughs> yeah, claim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you could binge the whole thing if you wanted to, yeah. and be as informed, I guess, as the jury. But I guess coming back to my question about the impartiality of a jury in this case, not to que- not to question their decision, but I just wonder how you can possibly not be influenced by the content that's being put out on social media, which is clearly slanted towards. Johnny Depp and almost yeah. and clearly Sanders was Johnny Depp because he's got a bigger profile and he's more popular. He's got more fans. He's got more parts of the Caribbean movies to his name than Amber Heard. So I think he's coming at this trial with a huge advantage. Yeah, I mean, like they know who Johnny Depp is beforehand. I didn't know I who know, Amber Heard a, was before this. Yeah, really? right. Um, it is interesting because like most court cases well you know you're a lawyer <laughs> uh, guilty <laughs> you know so well, I many used to be yeah i used to be i'm technically a lawyer and then disappointed my mother and now i yeah do this. right have you ever done jury duty like would you no i actually would be keen to do it if it was like a good case yeah but are you too qualified i'm not for allowed jury to duty? i'm actually it's not a, it's not about being too qualified right. i'm not allowed to be on a jury which is actually a great way to get because out of jury Because of all your here. crimes? Yeah, because I've murdered a lot of people. No, it's because if you are a lawyer or I think even if you have a law degree slash even if you're a law student, mm-hmm. you're not permitted to be on a jury because you are perceived to have some expertise and you could potentially sway 
the rest of the jury. <laughs> right. So they right. don't actually let you because of your, even though I'm not. Because you are too pro- qualified. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's not because I'm more, it's not because I'm too qualified. It's because there, there's a perception that I might be qualified, yeah. a false perception that I'm more qualified. And that means I can't be on a jury because I might sway other people. People will be more influenced by your. I'm an influencer. By what you say. <laughs> because. Hashtag, of your expertise, <laughs> you are an influencer in no, the courtroom. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I shouldn't be, but I guess that's how I would be considered. Well, but coming, I, coming back to this one, yeah. I, I mean, I just thought that the coverage of the trial was awful on social media. It was so right. depressing. Not just the way it was like entertainment for people. Yeah, I think so. And either way, whichever, you know, whoever you support in the case, the fact that it is, yeah, entertainment but the fact that anyone could support anyone is is insane yeah so the fact that you could be like they they really really hate amber they really do hate her i'm sure a lot of it is fueled by misogyny and sexism and i think also there's this huge sentiment amongst aggrieved men i think and also some women of that the me too movement has portrayed all men Mm. as perpetrators. I'm not saying I agree with that, but I'm saying I think that sentiment exists out there in the public. And now this is their way of disproving that. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, you said that all men were perpetrators and all women were victors. Hey, look at this. We've got a man now who's the victim and a woman who's the perpetrator. Yeah, I agree. So your whole cultural... And it's on such a grand scale. And I think that, you know, if anyone makes up um, false accusations of abuse or, you know, sexual misconduct or whatever... Which I think are exceedingly rare, by the way. It's rare. Yeah. But it's so fucked up because Mm. it does nothing for actual victims or whatever. Like, it's so fucked up. But a lot of people see that as worse than actually perpetrating abuse. The lie is worse than the abuse itself. Yeah. That, is, like, that well, is interesting. Oh, this person got lied about and their career was ruined. I <laughs> think that... <laughs> this so, woman had the ship in out of yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but will never be the same again. some people lie about it. Yeah. That's worse. I, I do think that it's very upsetting that people will point to this case for years yeah. as evidence that women lie. And... It's just so upsetting that one person... If, I'm not sure if Amber Heard was lying or telling the truth. I still have... No one really knows. I don't think, even think the jury really... Yeah, I didn't know. watch the live stream. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch the 87-hour live stream. <laughs> you, didn't spend, you didn't spend six weeks in front of <laughs> no, your computer just watching it nonstop? I didn't. I guess it's just very depressing that this is now going to be like exhibit A, mm. you know, for... I guess the, there's always huge... Um, celebrity cases. Yes. But this one, I guess, is probably the first big TikTok one. I think it's the biggest celebrity case in history. Maybe OJ was bigger. I don't know. It wasn't a lot well, then. Well, the thing is, like, it would be bigger, but it's on TV or, like, you don't have as much access to it yeah. as we do this now. This would be the most watched trial of all yeah. time. Yeah, and so if there's another celebrity case that comes up, it'll be on TikTok again. What's crazy is that there are probably... Cases being heard at the Hague at the moment, the International Criminal Court, for people who've committed war crimes. Like, yeah. there's almost certainly those cases happening and right now. No <laughs> one gives a shit. <laughs> no one well, gives a shit. Everyone yeah. wants to know who beat up who in the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. Yeah. 
It's really depressing. That's what people care about. The world is fucked up. I mean, I care about it too. That's why we're talking about it on the podcast. But yeah, you do. Why aren't we <laughs> talking should've... about? <laughs> I mean, I've made I made up a fictional case in the Hague just to kind of make my point. But the fact that I didn't even know the name of the case just proves that I don't know anything either. Yeah, you're a bad lawyer. <laughs> Fair, um, That's why you what... failed law school, <laughs> right? I didn't fail law school. I got through it. I got through it. I made my mother happy. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the... It'll be interesting to see if she uh, appeals. Because what's happened is he's been given a $10 million uh, package. $10 million for compensation. Mm-hmm. And then a further $5 million for punitive damages. So $5 million... The punitive is when they think Amber Heard has behaved so badly yeah, that she deserves to yeah, be punished. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not just compensating Johnny Depp for mm. the loss to his reputation, the loss of work that he yeah. suffered as a result of these allegations. We're also punishing Amber Heard because her claims were so malicious and so outrageous. And so false, I guess. That's yeah, what so puni- like, that's a big deal to make punitive damages. It's just yeah. that... The punitive damages... I say it's huge as though I went to law school. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I know. On, I think you were on the jury, weren't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah. So the fact they even made out, made, they gave punitive damages, which, which showed that he had a very, very strong case. I guess it's just depressing because it, it does seem like he might have been the victim in this scenario. Mm. Having said that, though, this is just also worth noting. I was reading about this today, that in 2020, a, in 2020, Johnny Depp sued The Sun, which is a British tabloid, mm. because they called him a wife beater. Right. So he sued The Sun for being for defamation. Mm. And he lost that case because the court in that case in 2020 said that the claim was substantially true. And so that was The Sun's defense right. against the defamation right. claim. Well, this is substantially true. And they found that there were 12 times where he had been physically abusive to Amber Heard right. in some way. It's fascinating that that context doesn't exist no. in this in the discussion around this case. Look, I, I, you know, obviously we don't know what happened, right? But it does sound like a pretty fucked up relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we can all agree that you know things were fucked up. Yeah, toxic. Yes. Well, I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Yes. Sonia, I want to chat to you as someone who went to a Catholic school. So which do you... <laughs> was that the Thank Namaste you. song? Yeah, I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> that man, it's the Father, the yeah, Son, the Holy... Holy Spirit. Yeah, Holy, oh, my God, I, I said Holy Ghost. Is the Holy Ghost or Holy, Holy Spirit? Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Spirit. I guess you could say the Holy Ghost. Okay. I think I've heard that before. Sonia, you, you went to a Catholic school. I mm. wanted to ask you about the culture of Catholic schools because they've been it's in the news. It's <laughs> amazing. I loved every minute. You loved every minute I wish it? I was there. <laughs> right now. I've actually... Got, oh, this is a Virgin Mary that I'm wearing. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Wait, that's the it, virgin... It's a virgin Mary. Okay. Uh, yes, it, it is a burning into my skin <laughs> right now. <laughs> I got I got like a lot of gold, like gifted a lot of um, like uh, religious gold and that kind of stuff growing up. Yeah. Like as a teenager, like, like someone probably gave me this when I was 14. Like this is not what I wanted to wear. <laughs> You know, I was going to say you're not wearing it for religious reasons. You just no, I, like I, the I really like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm actually wearing like the gold and stuff. But as a teenager, getting like a gold crucifix, I'm just like, I don't want to wear this. I oh. wanted to wear like a punk, like those punk dog collar things. You know? <laughs> yeah. Your, your father is like, can you please wear the necklace with the cross? <laughs> yeah. like, I'm going to wear the punk collar yeah. instead. Is that yeah. okay? Yeah. Well, what and if I, we put some crosses on the punk collar? I, maybe. But I'd, I'd always wear like um, jewellery and stuff that I would get confiscated at school. Right. Yeah. Could you, what if you're wearing a, 
you know, the crucifix. That's fine, I presume. Or I it was all jewellery would bound. probably say so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've always found it fascinating that, you know, Catholics or religious mm. Christians mm. will wear the necklace with the cross just proudly displaying their religion because just Jews don't do that. I, I, I don't know any Jews who are like ostentatious about their religious Oh, well, beliefs. people wear yarmulke. They wear the they? yarmulke, but... That's because it's like a religious requirement. Oh, right. So you kind of... So they're forced to do it. <laughs> is much. that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm saying that God has forced them against their will to identify yeah. as Jewish publicly. So that's kind of like a religious requirement. But obviously yeah. the necklace is not... You're not required to wear that. It's no. just something that I do have to like do. I do have like a gold um, crucifix. Yeah. Like with a Jesus on it, which I, I, I do like the look of. But Thanks I've for been not wearing a bit... it in my house. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, um... This house is kosher. Thank you very much. <laughs> I didn't want you to turn me away. So, um, I, I'm a bit too sheepish to wear it. I like the look of it, but I don't want to get in a conversation <laughs> with an actual Christian person. I was going to say, because <laughs> I look at that, I don't realise that's the Virgin Mary. I'm just like, it just looks like a nice Yeah, it's necklace. around. Yeah, so yeah, you're not going to get thing. you're not going to get stuck in a conversation yeah. with a Catholic at a party. Mm. The oh, they why, can spot that. <laughs> they, <laughs> they know what she looks like. Yeah. The reason why I thought it'd be great to get your opinion on this is because mm. somebody went to a Catholic school, you can comment on the culture of things. So, right. because there was a school in Brisbane, a Catholic school in Brisbane, that this week was in the news because it sent out a booklet to its students. This was like maybe two weeks ago, but the story broke this week. Yeah. Sent out a booklet to the students saying, hey, the formal's coming up. Here is a list of dresses that you're not allowed to wear. And here is a list of dresses that you are allowed to wear. Right. And if you look at the list of... It's the funniest picture because it's just uh, women wearing kind of revealing it dresses. It looks like... Um Low, the Logies or the Brownlow. <laughs> it actually does look like the Brownlow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like more Brownlow. Re- yeah, could yeah. be Rebecca Judd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, you know, you can't show cleavage, you can't have a backless dress. I don't know, you can't show midriff, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. What I thought was interesting was one of the students said, oh, the reason why we can't wear these dresses is because it might make some of the male teachers feel uncomfortable. And my reaction to that is, <laughs> isn't that good? I mean, the, the worst reaction. Don't we want to weed them out? <laughs> if bad. any of them are sweating, you know who to move on to a different school, right? We've got processes for yeah. this. We move them to a different parish. It, the, I mean, I would say you should wear those dresses exactly to see which Catch men yeah. at the formal have some hidden GoPros in the room. Yeah, see which men are. Which male teachers, which PE teachers specifically, <laughs> are looking too closely at these girls? Because if there's any male teachers who are like, actually, I'm pretty comfortable with this, get them out of the school, for God's yeah. sake. Um, that's wild that that would be a reason. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just Catholic schools, a lot of school, religious schools, whatever. But I just found they, they, they just, it's a lot about image and they want to, control what you look like and what you wear i once got pick up duty um like where you have to pick up um rubbish at lunchtime because yeah. i didn't wear my blazer to school mass so all all i was wearing was my shirt my tie <laughs> my jumper my kilt my Sorry, stockings i thought you were wearing like a, pun- <laughs> no, a plunging neckline no. like one of these ladies <laughs> i was wearing a full i was practically naked you know without my blazer and so i think that they would yeah, they would see any kind of flesh or like that as 
totally inappropriate for a school thing. Do they have rules around um, the length of skirts at the school? Because I know that my school and a lot of Jewish schools they have, measured them. have rules I around that. I don't think they did. I don't recall that. Um, yeah. Okay. But you, you had to wear your full school uniform at all. You know, all times you had to have your shirt tucked in, all this kind of stuff. Um, and we didn't have a formal, we had a Deb. We had a Deb as well. Which it's was horrific. Oh, why, was it, why was yours so horrific? I'll tell you about mine in a moment, but why was yours so awful? Well, it's like, in, in retrospect, I would never have done... You, they put, Sorry, should we explain to our listeners what a debutante what a ball debutante is? is yeah. Do you want to explain it in I guess like terms? debutante, it's a French word, the first time... You um, throw up on a bus in my case because <laughs> you've you made your too much black sambuca. <laughs> the first time is a woman is presented as a drunk fuck right? <laughs> to the world, and everyone claps. Yeah, but so did you guys do a dance at your dip? We did a dance. Oh my god! You have to yeah, like have weeks of dance practice. We did a dance as well. Right, and so basically. Girls, women wear a white dress. Like, it's like a wedding dress, yes. <laughs> essentially. Yes. And then they and the have... the white, of course, symbolises purity. Yeah, because... And innocence. Virginity. And virginity. Yeah, Vir- sorry. Virgin yeah. Mary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and her. <laughs> um, so, it's the first time the woman is being presented yeah. in a, I don't know, in a formal setting did you something. go with a was, did you go I went a, with a partner so at our school girls had to ask boys that's very progressive yeah i think yeah i don't know why that's <laughs> I, I was locked into my dev dates yeah. in year 10 right so i went with laura mouse yeah and she asked me in year 10 will you yeah. be my dev date mm-hmm. isn't that and i said yes because we were friends and we had a great time together but i just think it's so funny that you would ask someone out on a date two years in advance yeah. <laughs> like if someone said to she me hey, to look it in. <laughs> yeah, hey what are you doing in uh 2024 on june you the must 10th? have been a pretty good candidate <laughs> i think what happened was that a lot of other guys at your guys school <laughs> were dead shits <laughs> <laughs> no i was gonna say a lot of other guys were getting locked down right so all, all so the, maybe you were the only one left I, that's, I think that was <laughs> what happened that all the other guys were getting kind of locked down early because i wasn't like you know popular or whatever in the in crowd so i think a lot of the other guys got locked down early and then uh, lauren mouse was like all right slim, slim pickings, pickings at the moment so yeah, yeah she locked me down two yeah. years in advance but I, I some people would have been locked into a date three or four years in advance yeah because no one wants to show up empty-handed that's right. depressing I, I, yeah, I, I don't know why I did it. It was just kind of like, oh, everyone does the Deb kind of thing. Are you still and friends with the boy that you went to the Deb with? Well, I mean, yeah, we're like family friends too and stuff. Um, so I know him, but we're not like friends, friends. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just. That's brutal if you nothing... listen to this podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> I thought we were close. We're friends on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> thought we had a great That's night together. <laughs> um, in retrospect, it's like nothing that I enjoy. Wearing a big long white dress, you know, being in like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, the choreographed dance is what gets it for me. It's so bizarre that you have to go. We went on like weekends, yeah, and we worked with a literal choreographer to learn how to do a synchronized dance to a Rihanna song, Please Don't Stop the Music. Oh, wow. Is that not insane? Wow. Like, just a bunch of like 18 year old Jewish kids. 
doing like a choreographed partner dance. That would have been really hot. (laughs) (laughs) And you invite all your parents to come and watch you. And the worst part about it is a dry event. Well, ours was anyway. (laughs) Was yours a dry event? Yeah. So what we had at our school was the school knew that we all got real drunk beforehand. So if the event started at seven, they required you to turn up at five yeah. and they locked us all into a room oh. without any alcohol and just water to force us to yeah. sober up before the a event. A few years later, I went to my cousin's step and I remember drinking in the parking lot. <laughs> 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 just going out for a breather during the dances the or whatever. The traditional way but to celebrate I, the oh my de- We had a Deb after party. Our after parties were huge. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I it was the first time I got drunk at all and like blacked out like got really fucking drunk like (laughs) I got home and I like fell into like my mirror in my room and broke my mirror seven years bad luck it was yeah um wild yeah well so my school that was last year that we did it at my school Mount Scopus College they don't do that anymore they just do a formal like this I think they still do the Debs at my old school. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so a formal archaic. scene's so much more fun. It is very archaic, but it is a Catholic school. Yes. You know? Who the thought It's the probably Catholics the most, <laughs> most <laughs> up-to-date um, thing they're doing at the school. Yeah. So the other school that's been in the news recently mm. is the City Point Christian College School. So by way of background, a couple months ago, they had a real big PR issue, I would say, because they sent out a contract to the parents. The contract included a statement of faith that described homosexual acts as immoral, comparing them to acts of bestiality, incest, and pedophilia. Standard terms for a contract, <laughs> I think, when you when you get to a school. And then Always also, read the contract. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's stipulated that students could only be enrolled on the basis of their biological sex. Yeah. So... And I believe, well, allegedly this was in response to a student at that school the last year turning up to their formal in a dress because they were <gasps> a transgender person. And this, dress. and this girl said that mm. I want to wear a dress. The college was very upset about this because yeah. on their biological certificate, it says they were male. So that was their response to it. And yeah. You know, it went down as well as you could expect with this becoming a huge PR issue for the school parents speaking on the news daily, talking about how awful this is, how homophobic it is, how transphobic it is. And it got to the point where they finally withdrew the contract and the principal resigned, as they should. They should. Just because... I mean, you can withdraw the contract, the principal can apologise, whatever, but it's like... If you have written that down, have those views, think that's acceptable, that's not the kind of ideology that you're going to just change because there's backlash. You still believe that horrific shit. 100%. And you should not be a principal. I don't care if it's a Catholic school. I mean, I don't think they should have Catholic (laughs) schools, but that's a separate issue. Oh, well, that's actually where I wanted to go with (laughs) this is what is your opinion on religious institutions like Catholic schools discriminating against people who are of a different faith or who don't subscribe to their religious values. I don't know. I guess like what is the purpose of a Catholic school? For us, it's like I grew up in the country. So there was like two high schools, a Catholic one and a non-Catholic, like a public Mm. school. 
And so why did so, your parents send you to the Catholic one? Because we're very Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought maybe they thought, oh, maybe the, the, no, the teachers no, no. are better at the Catholic school. Maybe, no, no, but. we went, we, my parents are, you know, quite religious. Like mm. we would go to church um, every week and stuff. And um, uh, so, yeah, but because there's only two choices, there were heaps of students at our school and not necessarily all Catholic. Mm. Um, and so were the non-Catholic students that were still required to attend? Go to the school mass yeah. and... Um, so you yeah. still have to like buy into the Catholic culture and the yeah, Catholic Yeah, I guess so. and, and, and you had to study religious education, mm. which was just all Catholicism. It's so funny. They call it religious education, but it's just Catholic. I love that they just called it like history, but it's we, just It was the Bible. great. We had one, one year we had um, this teacher uh, teaching it who was like um, this actually quite a lovely teacher, this Greek Orthodox man. <laughs> um, but it uh, you have to do that as part of your, like even in year 12. Yeah. So at my school, Mount Scobus College, you have to do a Jewish subject. Yeah. In VCE, yeah. that's the requirement. So I did Hebrew as my mm-hmm. Jewish subject. How'd you go? Did pretty well. Yeah. Beseda, which means okay. Okay. <laughs> you either did Hebrew or you did religion and society, which is the other subject, and you kind of focus on. You focus but on you like don't Jewish learn teachings. about any other religion, do you? In religion and society, you're meant to learn about other okay, religions, right. but I think there's a huge, obviously, slant towards <laughs> yeah. You learn about all the religions and the best one yeah, as well. A, we learn about all the shit ones, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the ones that are wrong. Yeah, and, and then the right one. And then the right well. one, the Judaism. Yeah. And another thing that our school did, which was bizarre, uh, when I tell this to other people, they are shocked. And I always assumed it was just a normal thing. Yeah. In years seven and eight, we had a bilingual program. And that meant that you studied... Maths, science, maybe even PE as well, in Hebrew. That's great, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Well, the problem was... You didn't know Hebrew. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite difficult. My Hebrew Maths wasn't... is quite difficult in English. I know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like maths is already pretty hard yeah. working out the, all these Pythagoras theorems. Now we have to do them in Hebrew, learn how to say hypotenuse in yeah. Hebrew. We even had to do... The sex ed in Hebrew at one point. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and it's so funny to me that sex ed is such a you know, important thing for. Yeah, you don't want to get the translation wrong get- with that. <laughs> like you know, these kids are very. Like they're saying we're not supposed to use condoms. <laughs> no, you're just bad at Hebrew. <laughs> I remember, like, we had a teacher. Her name was um, Cornelia Grossman. Lovely lady, Israeli, and she taught us sex, sex ed, ed in Hebrew and just told us right. all the words. Oh, we just learned that pin means penis in Hebrew and right. kus, I think, it means vagina. <laughs> so you, it was just like a vocabulary lesson. <laughs> yeah. And then when I, turned, when I went to Israel and I was 18, oh, no. uh, I learned that kus also, I think, is a very derogatory okay. insult as well. And I was like, oh, cool, I learned that in sex ed. <laughs> so what was your sex ed? What is like... Jewish faith or Jewish school because in Catholic Catholicism it's pretty much like don't have sex ours was less like that yeah yeah I I know in Catholicism I think like abstinence is often a very big yeah you know feature of the education it wasn't really something they told us in Judaism you know why because Jewish people are like you gotta have some goddamn kids because Jews are like oh Oh, no but Catholics are very much like that but they're like 
not before you're married. I think Jews know? are like, we'll take what we can get. Right. Like, we'll just take kids. Because I, I don't know much about it, but just from what <laughs> I've seen in like film, TV, like pop culture, it, it feels like they don't have as much of a stigma around premarital sex. I mean, as Catholics, definitely like religious Jews don't believe in premarital sex right. the same way that Catholics do. Mm. But just there's something Your about light Jews, <laughs> yeah, light like yeah, me. Jew-like. I'm like, yeah, you you pump them out. You yeah, just get right. those babies. You know, I think a it lot of it matter. comes from like seriously, like the Holocaust. You know, a lot of Jews died in the Holocaust. And, hey, we got to replace the ones yeah. that died. Like that's part yeah. of the mentality. Yeah. So I think that they're less sticklers for about premarital sex. Yeah. But what I wanted to ask you was that yes. uh, coming back to the question of whether religious institutions should be allowed to discriminate. So how do you feel about uh, it's hard to, it's interesting to think about this if you're openly you're an openly gay mm-hmm. student you're openly transgender and you say to city point I'd like to join your school should the city point allow you asking me as, <laughs> as, well, as, as neither who, of those things a student <laughs> openly gay or transgender no but, but yeah. as someone who went to a catholic school do you think a catholic school should be allowed to no, say no? Uh, clearly not and i also think that it, talking about um, what they wear to a formal, like girls have to wear dresses, boys have to mm. wear um, suits. I think that's ridiculous too. Mm. I, yeah, I read something about like a male student wanting to wear a dress as well and um, but them being rejected from doing that. It's ridiculous that that's the hill they want to die on. I know. I, I don't think that um, there's any clothing that is gendered and I think that uh, personal expression is good, especially for teenagers, but none of that will fly with um, Catholic schools. The reason why I think about it is because, so I, this is just another example. So I mm. play football for, I used to play football for a Jewish club called Ajax and there was always a big, you know, discussion every year, a big debate in the club as to whether or not they want to have non-Jewish players of the club because the whole point of the club is to have a Jewish identity and for it to be a place for Jewish kids to play with other Jewish kids and so every year there was a discussion about whether or not they want to open it up to non-Jewish kids which is technically discrimination if they're not allowing non-Jewish kids to play and I was always like let's let a few in I mean because we're we're pretty bad at sport you know let let the good ones in (laughs) can we let the ones that are like 6 foot 4 and 110 kilos that would be great so I've always thought that maybe some form of discrimination is permitted to protect your identity. But then also I think when the discrimination is happening against another group that's already marginalised, Yeah, it's I really think awful. that, you know, I wasn't like openly queer at uh, school and I really don't know anyone who was when I went to school. I think that's probably changed there now. But... I think that it it yeah for it to be not welcoming to gay students uh, uh it's fucked up and it it just kind of echoes like the hardships that a catholic gay person has growing up mm. how do you reconcile your um sexual identity with your religion and a school yeah like discriminating against children is part of the harm Mm. that happens to them growing up uh but the how do you change that aspect of the religion that says gay people are going to hell and there are progressive like catholic people and priests and that sort of thing that don't have that 
idea, but then there's so many schools and churches that do. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, what's interesting is that the case from the City Point College has just been taken to the Queensland Human Rights Commission. Mm-hmm. So, I'm interested mm-hmm. to see kind of what the Human Rights Commission says about this, whether or not Catholic schools have a right to discriminate against people who don't subscribe to their, their values and their beliefs, or if they are required to welcome everyone. Be interesting to see what happens. Like Jesus would. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, interesting. He was big yeah. on that, wasn't he, Jesus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't he big on like loving everyone? Or yeah, something? but that's only a very small part of yeah. the Bible, you know. <laughs> that was kind of the overall. That was just the vibe of it all. Yeah, I love. Um, there's so many Bible quotes about um, women um, being quiet and like women being like silent in church, specifically. And I just love that because, like, next time someone ask me to do a reading in church i'll be like this on is this women must be silent in the churches i would but jesus said i can't <laughs> yeah. so Sonia, thanks so much for uh coming on episode five today i think we need some thanks big topics so great to have your opinion on things uh where can my listener see i know you've got some shows coming up yes i do i'm actually going up north in july to escape melbourne winter and i'll be performing in cairns uh brisbane and darwin um, yeah, I'll be doing a bunch of gigs and I'll be doing my solo show, Big Eyes, Big Pussy. Um, <laughs> in <laughs> Obviously and, a great show for Catholics, I would and, say. But Brisbane, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And people can follow you on the socials, Sonia Diorio, Snapchat. Snapchat I'm not on anymore, <laughs> um, but you know. <laughs> There's a lot going on on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, mate, thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please... Uh, give us a nice review on Apple or Spotify or... <laughs> You're like confused. I'm, confu- I, I'm just thinking like, what on? platforms is this even on? Please give us a nice review. Tell people about it. I've got some shows in uh, Perth and Darwin and Townsville over the next couple of weeks. So check that out on my socials if you'd like. Thanks again, Sonia, for joining me. Thank you.